Welcome to Fintech Game Changers, brought to you by Tier 1 People, the Fintech Headhunters. I'm your host, Dexter Cousins, and in this episode, I'll be speaking to Anthony Nance, CEO of Wiser, the world's first neo-lender. We'll be talking about neo-lending, partnering with a big four bank, and how to build a high-performing team at scale. For those who don't know Wiser, would you like to tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah, so we're uh, an ASX-listed company, and we we talk about being Australia's first neo-lender, and that's because we sort of uh, created this category, right? So if you Google what is a neo-lender, uh, Google will tell the answer is Wiser, uh, because we've sort of started to, to build something which we think is which is pretty new, and it's it's really about completely reinventing what a consumer lending company can be. And that's really about um, genuinely building a purpose-led company that has a, a focus around customers' financial wellness. So unlike kind of the more traditional lenders and um, you know, a lot of the incumbents whose entire businesses are geared around trying to get someone to borrow money from them, and once they've won that transaction, that's all they really care about, winning that transaction. And someone's borrowed $30,000 to go and renovate their home. And that's kind of the end of the road. Right? And then they say, pay us back $1,000 a month, and, and that's it. Uh, and good luck, really. Right? And what we've done is build a more and say, hey, we're going to go on that journey with you. So yes, we want to win you on that transaction, but after we do, we're going to not charge you monthly fees. We're not going to charge you any early repayment fees. In fact, we're going to provide tools, apps, products, and services to actually help you pay that loan down faster. Now, that's a very challenging model because you know we will potentially make less margin than, than the traditional players by helping our customers pay their loans off quicker. But we think by doing that, we're actually going to build a much, much bigger business as a result. And you recently um, had a big announcement with NAB, who've invested $200 million in the wise. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. So I'm a little curious. NAB, I would assume, would be a competitor. Why have they invested $200 million into an apparent competitor? Yeah, I think, I think there's, a, there's a couple of um, reasons for that. I mean... I think uh, first and foremost, they were really attracted to the purpose-led nature of what Wise is doing. Yeah. And so, and as a business, at the senior leadership team, um, I think they're really leaning into the the, the, what, the the new business model that Wise is building. Uh, they see how that can benefit Australians, and they and they want to support that. Um, I think there's probably a couple of pieces there as well. I mean, one of them is that everyone talks about the big four banks like they're one thing, yeah, uh, and and they're not. The way the way someone like an ANZ or a NAB would behave. Uh, versus, say, someone like a CBO who's got number one position in the market, maybe 25 to 30% market share. But if you're, say, an ANZ or a NAB and you're kind of coming fourth in a four-horse race mm. in a particular category, then you've got to start thinking outside the box. And, and so I think NAB are looking at saying, well, how else can we get to scale, provide you know, more value and, and maybe challenge it in more, more interesting ways? Mm. And, and I think the, other, the third part of that is really about focusing on what you're genuinely good at. Right? So why is we talk a lot about doing things where we think we can be the best in Australia or, or even the best in the world. Um, and so something like, for example, capital management uh, and treasury and capital market management isn't realistically something we can be the best at. Right? Mm. I mean, look at the banks, that their capital position, their government back, they've got deposits. Like that, They are the best in Australia at that. But what we can do at the very front end with customer around taking care of customers' data, around their financial wellness, around providing them an amazing and beautiful experience and actually having consumers completely rethink what borrowing money can be like. You know, if, if a consumer has experience with Wiser around 
here's, here's a lender that lent me money but then actually helped me pay it back. Right? That's, that's a very different experience to what they're currently yep. getting. So we think we can be the, the very best in, in Australia or the world at that. And then you start thinking, well, what if you put those two things together? Right? If you had a partner like NAB who's the best in Australia at capital and you then a partner like Wiser who's the best in Australia at you know, that customer outcome piece, that's a really powerful combination. I watched you at Intersect a couple of weeks back. Excellent presentation. You talked about FinTech 2.0. Can you maybe give just a little bit more about an explanation around what you see as FinTech 2.0? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the, the focus of that particular talk was really looking at building purpose-led companies and, and talking about why, why is it, why it's so important to us to be building a purpose-led company. And there's a whole range of things that come with that. I mean, from, from, a, from a very kind of commercial point of view, you know, purpose-led companies significantly outperform uh, other companies and the total shareholder returns are two to three X um, on low purpose driven companies. Um, but actually what we see is, is a much bigger um, engagement right across all stakeholders. So not only do your shareholders get better returns by having a clear purpose, but a lot of that's driven by the fact that your staff have a really clear sense of purpose and they really can be strong advocates for the, for the company and, and have fulfill, fulfilling and meaning in their work because they can see what, what the company is trying to do. Um, it also allows your customers to become real champions for you because they also can connect to that purpose and what you're delivering for them. And so um, we think it's a really important part of what we're building. And globally, we're seeing a move around uh, companies becoming more purpose-led or, or starting um, as purpose-led companies. You know, Larry Fink had a famous essay that he put out in the last year or so talking about why he invests into purpose-led companies and, and he's probably the second most influential investor in the world behind, yeah. behind Warren Buffett. And, and so at Intersect, what I was talking about was saying in the fintech space, we're supposed to be creating the future um, and really building the companies of the future, but there seems to be a kind of deafening silence from the fintech community around purpose. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the thing that's going to change, right? So I think the FinTech 2.0 is, you know, the first wave of FinTechs were those who were like cleaning up all the low-hanging fruit, I'd call it, but not really disrupting anything, not really changing anything, just doing it faster, better with a slightly, you know, um, better UX maybe, right? Right. I think what we're going to see in the next wave, the, the businesses that really make it are the ones that are going to be purpose-led that will genuinely change the customer's experience of finance. And, and that's what we're aiming to do. Okay. I came into reception and every time I come in, there's a, at least five to ten new photographs of people in the business. You seem to be scaling at a fairly fast rate. How are you going about attracting people as you, you, you're moving that quickly? Yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's always a hard question. But I think at the moment, we're very, very lucky, right? So if you think about our transition, go back a year and a half ago, it was a lot harder. Mm. I think... Um, lots of people want to work at Wiser now. It's it's very hard to get a job here, um, and we, we we do that on purpose. We make it hard to get a job here because we really focus on uh, really high performing talent in the business and taking our time with getting first and foremost at kind of a character level. You know that's that's kind of our whole hiring approach, much more so than that kind of a an experience or. or um, skill set level we really focus on particular types of characteristics that are really important to us in this business and can you name some of those characteristics yes yeah, so, i mean look we, we we umbrella that around kind of high performance right and what we think high performance means and for us it's two things it's um making your your colleagues great or helping them to be amazing so being an amazing colleague yourself but also helping your colleagues to be amazing 
and then someone who takes responsibility. And we talk about kind of the rare responsible person and there's others who talk about this too. But it's unfortunately a bit too rare, people yeah. who genuinely want to take responsibility. Yeah. And people who are genuinely responsible, they are self-motivated, they, they measure themselves, they set goals, mm. um, they welcome feedback because feedback helps them get better. Um, so they're not defensive when people are pointing out things they could have done better. And so through our hiring process, we focus a lot, both overtly and quite subtly, around those kind of skill sets. And there's things we do through mm. the, the hiring process, which is set into all of our sessions to challenge potential candidates around some of these things to see how they react, to see how they um, respond. And we, we focus a lot more on that. And we, we obviously tick the boxes around, mm. you know, can do they have the experience and the skills? That's kind of an easy one. Right. Um, it's much more around what type of a person are they? I was interested to see after that intersect presentation a line of people all wanting to talk to you, and I think they wanted to talk to you about maybe he's working at Wiser. Um, <laughs> I think someone probably did. Do, yeah. Do, do you do you kind of feel that that whole purpose led mission of Wiser is one of the main reasons why people want to work with you? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I think. Everybody wants and actually deserves kind of meaning in their work. Mm. Um, and, and particularly, I think, in banking and finance, that's hard to find. Right? Um, it's, it's a great industry in a whole bunch of ways, but the ability to, to work in this industry and actually be doing something that has genuine kind of purpose behind it is, pre- is pretty rare. And so I think what Wise has built is, is pretty unique in, in that sense. And so I think we see a lot of the people in the industry looking at kind of where they're working now and how that company is behaving and um, the, the way they're going about trying to achieve things. And then they look over at Wiser and see actually maybe there's a different different way to do things. You're also an ASX-listed CEO. What are some of the pressures that come with having that kind of elevated position in a, you know, in a fintech where there's not many listed fintechs out there? Um, are you seeing there's a bit more scrutiny on, um, on yourself? Um, given the you know, kind of the high profile that you've got compared to being just a founder? I mean, de- definitely being an ASX-listed CEO comes with its own challenges, but also its own uh, opportunities, which, which are quite quite different. I mean, you, you do get a bit of a bigger platform. Hmm. Um, you do get the ability to connect um, to, you know, the most important money managers and, and capital markets people in Australia because of the listing. Um, so that, that creates a different type of conversation than you might have uh, otherwise, and, and those conversations often with some of the smartest um, and, and most challenging analysts and thinkers in Australia, particularly when it comes to finance. And so they, they keep you very, very honest and they ask you really good, strong, tough questions that, that, that we kind of relish and we like those kind of questions. It, it makes us better. That's one of the big advantages uh, to it is that that extra scrutiny actually makes you rise to, rise to the yeah. challenge, right? It's, yeah. it's like... It's like the sporting athlete who you know gets their personal best at the Olympic Games. It's that kind of thing, right? When everyone's watching and everyone's paying attention, you've got to perform, and so that that actually makes us better as, as a company. Right. So I was I was greeted um, by you reception. <laughs> you dressed as it's it's Halloween, everybody. But you dressed as Darth Vader. And you came I, I, with a lightsaber I was hoping you were going to bring that up. Yeah. 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 Um, we'll edit this bit. <laughs> um, but that, that, that kind of level, I've, you know, I've seen the culture, I've seen what you've got here, I've seen what you're building. You know, you've got the cool little things that, you know, just like getting the truck, all stars, six-month probation, yeah. you know, just those little touches. 
how are you finding kind of navigating that, you know, keeping that element of fun, you know, that kind of growth scaling business yeah. and yet still have that rigor and the governance and has that, has that been a challenge for you? No, it's been also, it's been, it's actually so fun, right? So we, we have such amazing talent here and, and there's just so many examples of where, um, you know, I think one of the things that makes Wiser such a beautiful place to work, you know, someone will have an idea and it's often, you know, may, maybe it's over a beer on a Friday, mm-hmm. or, you know, just kicking around something, you know, over a coffee one morning down at, down at the shop. Um, and someone will have some cool idea uh, and say something off the cuff. And, you know, five days later, the, the thing appears somehow, you know, someone's got thought about it, gone and just gone and executed, right? And, the, you know, the custom chucks are a good example of yeah. that where, you know, someone made a passing comment at one point in time and two weeks later, you know, 40 boxes of them arrived and we all had custom branded um, uh, Chuck Taylors, right? And, and there's lots of other good examples that, you know, our custom beer, our pale ale and lager. Yeah. Um, might, might have been a conversation over a beer one night that someone suggested and then, you know, three weeks later I look in the fridge and there's Wiser branded um, beers and, and so we have this amazing culture of um, people taking on responsibility and and just doing cool stuff, right? Yep. You know, ha- having fun with like what we have as a company and um, not feeling constrained by kind of processes and control and feeling like they can go and do um, some, some pretty interesting yeah. in, interesting things. And if there's people out there listening to this here at a you know, really important stage of growth with a business, very exciting times, what would be some of the, the kind of skills or the types of people that you really want to attract to the business for this next phase of, you know, of the journey? Building a company um, and scaling a company is really hard. It's really hard to get right. And, and to get it right, you've got to be 10 times better than the average. You know, if we, we talk about it a lot here, we have a really strong focus on high performance. Um, and we talk about the fact that good actually isn't good enough here. Yeah. You know, we're taking on um, the four big banks, by and large, um, who are the biggest brands with the deepest pockets in Australia. So if you're going to go into that battle, um, you really you really need to have top talent. And so we focus a lot on that. And, and, and so what we really look for are people who are highly ambitious, you know, not people who are saying, you know, I, I can go and do the, the same thing the next two or three years but people are saying I can I can really accelerate my own potential um, and if I can get to the right place that also has this really high potentiality about it then that can be a really exciting mix and that's that's where we see the people who are delivering the most value for us and um, who, who we kind of recognize as some of our top performers are those who have just kind of had the the constraints come off them mm. you know that people with super high potential they've not been able to really show some of that potential before but now you put into an environment that gives them that freedom uh, and encouragement to go and do that and, and they, they start to do some outstanding things and and do you do you bring people from banks or is that kind of a, a certain kind of an, uh, industry or sector where you find you most of you your best people come from no 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 we've got people from right across the board right and there's lots of people in the business who've had no finance experience whatsoever before they came in and they can be really great because they, you know, they're a really useful, fresh set of eyes on, on what we do. Yeah. They don't come with preconceived notions on how things have to be. Yeah. Where we're taking wise is much about being a true product and tech company, really focusing on tech and product at the core of what we do, um, and that being really setting us up for a world of open banking, a world of comprehensive credit mm-hmm. reporting, a world where we can do more for customers um, and invent new things for them that, that have never been done before. Anthony, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. Yes, sir. Um, we wish you all the best in the CEO of the Year nomination. <laughs> and 
all the best with Wise and this really exciting phase that you've got coming up. Thanks, thanks. Big shout out there to Anthony for a really insightful chat. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify or iTunes. And if you're a fintech leader and you'd like to be a guest on the show, hit me up on LinkedIn or Dexter at tier1people.com.